What's good? What's good? What's good, baby? It's your boy Trick the Sports Junkie, and welcome to the Nothing But Sports Show. Yeah, your boy wasn't here last week. You know it was Valentine's Day. Shout out to my boo baby, my wife, Tasha Draw. You know, we had to have our aunt Abra. My, my, my lady comes first, Keo. Yeah, it's man. Okay. That, was a, that was a single, that was a single man edition of the NBS uh, sports show. <laughs> yeah, man. If I would have missed yeah. that one, bro. It would have been it would have been it would have been some tough times in my house. So. Absolutely. <laughs> but I'm here now. I'm back, you know. And of course, I got my brother from Cali in the building who's always giving us a hard time about Valentine's Day. Keo, what up? Yeah, I hope you guys enjoy your Valentine's Day. I want to give a shout out to all the supporters um, out there, man, that from now on, February 14th every year is an MBS holiday. You know, I'll definitely be here unless one of my H, you know, you know, I mean, never mind. Um, anyways, man. Well, but yeah, man, MBS show episode 32. We're ready to go, man. Already. Well, of course, my other brother, he wasn't here last week because that's big, you know, big Louisiana in the building. What up, C? What it do? What it do, man? The trendsetter is back in the in the building. Uh, I, actually, I'm going by Mr. C, the genius this week. Oh, so, you know, I just want to make sure everybody know that I got all that up there. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and then last but not least, the newest member of the SEC. The Texas man himself. Hey, now look. Now, Kill, he can't talk bad about the SEC no more because now he's part of it. My dog, Mr. Box Office, what up? What's up, y'all? Yeah, I agree. We had to take down the SEC champ this year and oh. join the SEC. So I, I, you know what that makes us? We're the SEC champ right now. That's Absolutely not. We, are, we took down the champ, and that makes us the SEC champs. Hook them horns. <laughs> y'all can even win the Big 12, man. Well, yeah, y'all won the Big 12. Y'all just enjoy that. <laughs> that's, that's hey, it. it'll be a while before y'all win another, um, yeah. You know, that was a good parting gift. Y'all ain't gonna win another uh championship in a long hey, time, brother. We're, we're a long ways away from college football season, but I will tell y'all right now, I'll bet y'all each a Benjamin that Texas ends up with a better record than LSU this up and coming year. Wow, man, you talking crazy. You know, I, you know how I feel about my, my, my school, man. You already y'all y'all had a good offense and you lost everybody on offense, so your defense is still trash. I mean, what y'all gonna do, bro? No, 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 no. Help is on the way on defense. Understand that. Oh, Help is on the way on defense. One lineman is not going to change a lot, bro. Hey, man, we got <laughs> we got a lineman. We got new coaching, new schemes. It's going down, baby. Hold on. I can't wait until August when we bet. All, All right, bro. Right, well, I'm here for it. We gonna All right, man. Enough of that. Let's Enough go. of this, man. Uh, let's get to the actual topics. Uh, hey, Keo, time out. You're a you're a Trojan. Obviously, Don't Mike Trojans is not able to make LSU it. The LSU Tigers. He don't want to talk about it. Yeah. USC LSU. <laughs> but, but that's no. I want no. I want to. I want to actually talk, talk about the actual topics for tonight's yeah. show. I'll deal with college football <laughs> some other time. But um, 
But uh, with that being said, man, Mike is not able to be with us today due to personal reasons. You know why. But with that being said, let's go to our first topic. All-Star Weekend was this past weekend. So with that being said, man, let's give out the good, the bad, and the ugly of All-Star Weekend this past weekend. Let's go. Go ahead, Mr. Box Office. It was all ugly. <laughs> oh, come on. There was no oh. good. There was no bad. It was all ugly. Look, growing up, I loved All-Star Weekend. I really did. I couldn't wait to, like, watch it. I couldn't I couldn't wait to, uh, for uh, Saturday night for dunk contest, three-point shootout skills challenge, and then the game, obviously, on Sunday. Look, when I tell y'all, that the most interesting thing about this weekend that I watched an All-Star Weekend was the celebrity game. I actually enjoyed watching Puka Nakua and Micah Parsons ball, honestly, compared to everything else. I was watching the UFC, so I missed the dunk contest. I went and watched the highlights. Bro, it was the worst dunk contest. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it, it was bad, bro. Come on. And, and Jalen Brown, the biggest star in the game, this guy did not prepare at all. No. It, it's like he went up there and just winged it. Um, yeah. It was bad. The three-point shootout is always going to be the same, and I actually enjoyed three-point shootout. The Steph versus Sabrina, I can't believe y'all thought Sabrina would win. I knew Who's Steph. y'all? Well, Steve picked her. I don't know. I'm guessing you did X, too, but who knows? I just, I just did to rile y'all up. But regardless, and then the game, oh, my God. They, they, they don't play a lick of defense. I'm not saying they have to, you know, play great zone defense or great man-to-man where they're literally reaching for the ball on every play. But, I mean, it's got to be better than that, bro. Like, literally, they literally let them go down the court and just do whatever. Um, and to top it off, the NBA had its second worst all-star game ratings in 20 years. And that was literally, and I watched, I watched uh, Adam Silver on a couple different platforms uh, interviewing this week because I mean there was no football on nothing, so he got a lot of spotlight. And he was literally saying all week, he was like, "I just hope we get a decent game. I just hope we get a decent game because obviously the effort's been going down over the years." And I know he's pissed off. I know he's pissed off. He even he said it when he was uh, giving uh, Dame Lillard the MVP trophy. He was saying. Well, congrats to these. You scored the most uh, points in all-star game history. But, well, congratulations. Like, <laughs> you, you can tell he was just annoyed. Um, look, it was all ugly. I got to be real. It was, it was bad. It was bad. The worst dunk contest ever. I didn't even watch the skills. I heard that they were making a mockery of that. Yeah. Um, it, it was just, There was just no good. I don't understand. It's not what it was. I think what hurts it is a lot of the stars do not want to compete in the dunk contest. That's huge. Um, the LeBrons, the the Giannis's, they don't want to do it, and that's going to hurt it. Um, and then, obviously, no defense whatsoever in the All-Star game. It's going to be ugly, and, and it was. The only thing I'm happy about is that they went back to the East versus West format, just like the Pro Bowl should keep the AFC versus NFC. I don't There's get it. Pro Bowl. Yeah. So. Uh, to me, it was it was all ugly. 
That's that's disrespectful. He's so disrespectful. Go ahead, C. All right, man. I'm gonna start with this, man. I'm gonna go with the um the actual All Star game itself. I give it an A for ass. That was a terrible. <laughs> game. Oh, nobody, nobody. Yeah. I actually, I actually, I, and I'm gonna tell you like this, man. This is gonna sound crazy because I just gave it an A for that. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I probably haven't watched the All Star game in three years, and I love All Star weekend. Growing up and all the way up until about three years ago when I saw the lack of effort that they were putting out there, man, I said, bro, this is not even worth watching. This is um, this is just something like I I, I can go to any wreck in in the country and watch a better pickup game than that. And um, this is supposed to be um the best, the greatest pickup game in the world with the best players in the world. That's what this all-star game is supposed to be. And I uh, I just made 45 years old last week, I think it was. I've seen some of the best All-Star games with some of the best players. So Everybody brings up Kobe. Kobe took this seriously. Michael Jordan took this seriously. All of the greats took this seriously. Uh, even LeBron early on in his career took this seriously. Now this is a, uh, just a mockery of a game. Um, the highlight of the weekend always was the dunk contest. He gets another A, all right, <laughs> for the same thing, bro. Terrible, terrible. Jalen Brown was the uh, star of the dunk contest. I think that's the only reason why he made the finals. His dunks sucked. I've seen better high school dunk contest game, uh, dunk contest dunks than his. He dropped over uh, Kai Sent, and he sat down in the chair, and the guy's on like 5'3". And then um, <laughs> McClung won. He, um, he – McClung won. He did have – I liked his dunks. His dunks were cool, um, except for the fact that he just kept jumping over Shaq. That's his thing. He's going to jump over somebody. But the little dunk where he, he jumped over somebody, let the ball go in the air, grabbed it, then reversed it, that was nice. That was nice. Best dunk of the night by far. Um, but – and that was – I think that was his worst score. But anyway, the uh, the dunk contest was trash. Um the three-point contest, I enjoyed watching that. It at least uh, it had some drama to it. I was, you know, it was a high-scoring uh, three-point contest. Everybody made in the 20s. I sat down, I watched it with my uh, youngest son and my wife. You know, we we enjoyed watching it. My, one of my oldest sons, he usually watches it with me, but he decided to stay home with me and let me down. But uh, <laughs> we uh, we watched it, and, you know, that was kind of – that was intriguing. That kept us going. And the highlight of the weekend, I didn't even watch a celebrity game. I wasn't watching it. That's been trash for years. Ever since um, Kevin Hart uh, been winning, was winning the uh, MVPs, I was like, come on, man. Y'all not really even trying right now. And they didn't have any celebrities that I wanted to see outside of Puka. And um, and who else was it? Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons. Like, I didn't want to see the rest of those guys, man. They didn't even have Quavo in it this year. And he can hoop for real. They should have had Gilly the Kid in there. He really can hoop. But um, I didn't watch that. But the highlight of the weekend was the Steph versus Sabrina, and it did not disappoint. Everybody was looking at this, and I was terrified. Tell me, tell the truth. Y'all were terrified going into Steph's last rack. No. Ah, <laughs> oh, bro. He, was, he, had to, he had to make three of them, I believe. Man, it's Steph Curry, man. It's Steph Curry. Why, why <laughs> was he waiting to the last rack? I said, bro, if Steph does not win this, this is gonna this is gonna be the 
the the first uh <laughs> the first story on Sports Center for the rest of the week. <laughs> but I think he was relieved because uh you know, but like I said, we was in here, uh me and my wife, like we was in here going crazy. She I mean, she wasn't going for Sabrina or nothing, but she was like, you know, like amazed because I've always told her how great Steph, Steph Curry is. And the fact that uh it was that close was amazing. So that did get my blood going a little bit. And then I had to watch that pool of a dunk contest. So um I really think that this um this is this is I, I want to say it's Adam Silver's fault. He has to fix it though. I don't know if it's his fault, but he has to fix it. He How would you fix to, it? Huh? How would you fix it? I I would do something like um for the all-star game itself. I would um I would make the winner have the winner, the east or the west, like they do in baseball. You have home home court advantage in the finals, um, make it mean something. And you know, but the only thing about that is if I'm on a team that I know we're not going to the finals, I don't care about that. I'm still out there just having fun. But <laughs> but you know, that'll make it mean something more to like your Giannis, your um, your um, your LeBrons and all the people that actually have a chance to go to the finals. So you might get a better effort from. And Stephen A had a good take this week, man. And and I'm proud of him for that, man. I it's something that we all knew. Um, LeBron basically single-handedly ruined the dunk contest by not completing in it, competing in it uh in his younger days. Um, previous to him, all of the high jumpers always got in a dunk contest, and he got in the NBA and he said, I'm not gonna do it. I don't know. I really don't know why he hadn't done it as um in his younger days, um, I guess it's just something that didn't interest him. He won enough of them in high school, I guess. I don't know. But, um, you know, he he uh, he had a good take with that one. And I, I, I hate to say it, that's true, but that that's true, man. Now, everybody comes in the league now, and it's like that's an option to them. They, I'm not going to doing a dunk contest. And now he's too old to do it. He gets in there, and he'll probably lose, and it'll look bad on him. So he's not going to do it now. But um, yeah, that was my take on the whole weekend. They need to scrap it. I, I want to add something to see real quick. X, if you think that was acceptable, right? Think about it this way. And it actually made me think. Think about all those people that spent money on that all-star game to attend. Okay. Like, like that that really like I think about my sports bucket list often, right? I want to go to a Super Bowl one day. I want to go to NBA Finals, the final four. If Texas makes a uh, SEC title game in Atlanta. I want to be there eventually, you know? Take it off. Take it off your hey, list. Hey, I'm taking the all-star game off my list. <laughs> like That's off the list because, bro, it's not fair. And I actually yeah. looked into the all-star tickets maybe a year or two ago just, just wondering how much it was. Bro, it was ridiculous. I would be heated if I spent five, six Gs just on the game where hotel and uh, – a hotel and playing alongside that, hey, I would be heated, bro. So, X, you also got to think about those people. But go ahead. I got you. Go ahead, Key. I want you to go first. Um, I think people are overreacting over this. Um, I, I think the good of the the good thing about All Star Weekend was Damian Lillard to me. Um, he it was his first time starting. Um, in the all-star game he actually ends up going back to back winning the three-point contest and then he wins uh mvp for um 
in the all-star game. I, I honestly thought it was going to be uh, Tyrese Halliburton because yeah. um, I, I did an MBS poll and he, you know, he, he, he had a huge chunk percentage and obviously Lillard, Lillard definitely um, showed out. I think the bad of the all-star game, obviously it's the dunk contest. Um, people have been questioning the dunk contest for quite some time. Um, I think you got to get those stars, man, like the John Morant's. Anthony Edwards, Zion, Zion. I think those type of guys, man. I don't think the, I don't think you gotta have to be a superstar, superstar. But you know, despite despite what people said about Jalen Brown and his performance, you gotta give him credit because he is the only All Star in many years that actually attempted to compete, even though it might not live up to people's expectations. I think he took. The steps necessary maybe somebody will come out and be like yo Jalen brown did it you know one of the highest paid players in the nba not now not after he, that all the facts <laughs> you will see <laughs> yeah but i i, I think i think that, you know it was you know i gotta give him credit for that even though his performance i was disappointed by it um well, Jalen the, brown uh, do anything he played in the uh big three the big three uh celebrity game. He don't care. He go hoop anyway. And man. the ugly was the NBA All Star game. I think you when you have or a total of four hundred points scored in this game. Um, come on, it was like a lot, a lot of three pointers jacked. Um, I you know I think it should be more competitive though. When you got a team, a team nearing. Close to three hundred points scoring in the in the entire game. I mean, I mean that's something has to give. But outside the All Star weekend, though, the only bad thing that you could actually say about it is that damn dunk contest because the viewership on All Star Saturday it spiked up to fifty four percent. That's the most viewership they've ever had in All Star Saturday in about four years. And I think the huge factor was Steph and Sabrina. Yeah, that 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 definitely helped it out. The three point contest it never it never disappoints. It, they all they 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 always get the shooters and the stars. If you could get the stars for the three point shooters, you, then why not get the stars from the slam dunk contest? So that's they one could, thing Kenny said that was right. They need to move that to the last the last event. Three yeah, point contest that, needs to switch with the dunk. Yeah, but yeah, so I did the yeah the the viewership went up for um, All Star Saturday, it, uh, it the highest in four years. The the All Star game that thing did spike up. It did do a better viewership than last year, but it 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 can be higher than that. But I don't I don't think it's that bad though. Like really, like I'm not gonna give it an an F grade on it. I give think it the only. I think no, I'm not giving it an A. But the only thing people are qu questioning about this is the slam dunk contest, and we question this every single year. So I, I just can't make make it seem like it was that bad. Well, C and I are also questioning the game. I mean, I actually saw a clip today of Iverson versus Kobe in the All Star game. I don't know, 2002 or something. And the West won on like a last second shot, or the East won actually, and they were celebrating. They were going crazy. So come on, man. We need that back. Okay, so they so actually did something a few years ago that I thought made it a little more interesting. When they did like the last couple of minutes, they um 
they made the points more like you had to win by that much or something like that. Um, a couple years ago, y'all remember? Yeah, it was, it was oh, like, yeah. let's say 150 points first to 150. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that that was a little that made it a little more competitive at the end, at least. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna get back to that in a second, but I, I want to start with the with Kill's original question: the good Steph Curry and Sabrina. Whoa! <laughs> Shout out to the ladies. That is the good. Hey, man, there's so much that you could build on that. That's the first time it's happened. Caitlin Clark is coming. Um, They've oh, talked yeah. about different variations of making this even bigger and better. I think that was the good because when you could build on something, that's always a plus. So I'm going to say the good because, like y'all just said, the viewership. You're bringing in the women now. The women want to see this, and you're incorporating the women. So that's a great thing for the game. I love it. I'm going with that. Tell those women, women to watch the WNBA. Right. Hey, hey we, that's what I'm talking about. So that's my good. The bad. The dunk contest. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, hey, this was an all-time low for me. I'm not going to lie to y'all. That was horrible. That was horrible. And I know y'all might be saying, well, X, if that was the bad, then what the hell is the ugly? I know y'all might be thinking I'm going to say all-star game. Hell nah. I'm gonna say the judges for the all for the dunk contest. What the <laughs> hell was that? They were giving 50s to dunks, and I'm sitting there. That's a 50? That is trash. Bruh. I was just I was just just done with that. I was done with the dunk contest this year. I do like the Stephen A. Smith take. Um, I think Anthony Edwards, um, Zion, John Moran, if they were in the dunk contest. People are thinking it's the dunk itself. No, it's the superstars, the star power. You want to see the stars. If they do some of the same dunks we saw this Saturday, but it was Anthony Edwards or John Morant jumping over Shaquille O'Neal, people would have lost their mind because it's John Morant. And that's what we want to see. We want to see the superstars in it. But that's the ugly. Now, here's what I'll say. First of all, I want to go back to the All-Star game. Have you ever been to All-Star weekend? No. I've been, I've never been to the game, but I've been to All-Star Weekend in New Orleans. It is awesome. I would tell you actually to go because, dude, there's so much to do out there for families and for people. Dog, you would enjoy it. That has nothing to do with the game. So I would tell you, keep it on your bucket list because you want to go to All-Star Weekend. It is lit in the city that it's in. Wow. It is fire. Well, I'm now, definitely going to go to it because it's going to uh -huh. be in the Bay Area. I said I'm definitely going to go to it because it's going to be in the Bay Area next year. Yes. Hey, hey, look, go. I'm telling you, go. There's so much to do every day, every night. There's something going on in the city if you go during All-Star Weekend. Beautiful. When it comes to New Orleans, I'm going to go back again whenever it comes. <laughs> but yeah. here's what I'll say. I think there's a bad narrative being painted. If y'all look at it from – I'm not saying that y'all wrong about the game. But I think that y'all looking at it from a different standard than the way I'm looking at it. All right. First of all, you can go back to when anybody played Jordan. When I watched it, they didn't start playing until the fourth quarter. Let's let's put that out there. They didn't play the first three quarters. It but was, these guys don't even play that. It, it was okay, but I'm about to get to that. Have you ever been to an one game? No. Have you ever been to a Glow Harlem Globe try game? Mm -mm. I can tell you right now, go to those games. They, they, I went to, I've been to both, and they have a big crowd to go see. 
an exhibition game where people have fun. And guess what? The Harlem Globetrotters travel around the world. And one became a big thing because they wanted to see entertainment. These are the kings of entertainment. When you talk about LeBron James, if you're looking at it as a competition standpoint, then yes, you're going to look at it and say, no, I don't want to watch that game. But if you're looking at it from an entertainment standpoint to see Damian Lillard pull it up from the half court line, like some Globetrotter stuff, that's how you have to view it. Everybody's going to this competition stuff. Man, the all-star game, like I said, for years, first three quarters, nobody played defense. So if you're going to tell me I'm not going because in the fourth quarter, all of a sudden they're going to start playing defense, that's why I'm going? That's crazy. That is they crazy. Did. They didn't play. They didn't play hard defense, but it wasn't like it is now, man. No, they didn't well, play no defense. I remember the defense, man. No, Tracy McGrady and Vince Carter was throwing off of the backboard. Nobody was trying to knock the ball. No, they, nobody was trying to block their shots. You yeah. know that, see? Come yeah, on, I mean, but uh, like they kept it close. It was close. <laughs> It was close. They, were, they, were shoot, they were shooting threes at a high rate. The only difference now, it's a lot of showmanship. It's I'm pulling up from half court. I'm pulling up from um the other free throw line. It, it, it is, but it's entertainment. If you're looking for this to be the greatest pickup game, I understand. Y'all know I love Kobe Bryant. I, hey, I cried when he, died, when he passed away. I understand what he's saying. He's a competitor. I get it. But as a fan, dude. All I'm looking for is to get entertained in an all-star game that means nothing. You're looking at it from a different perspective. If that's what you're looking at, then, yeah, you'll never be satisfied with the all-star game. But if you're looking at it as pure entertainment, if you attend the Harlem Globe Charter Games, if you don't go to an one event, that's exactly what you're going to get, what you got, showmanship. That's all it is. And but to I mean, me, I'm, I'm not opposed to it because I get to see LeBron. I get to see Steph. I get to see Dame Miller. And these guys are not just – playing a basketball game, I'm going to see him pull up. I want to see how far you can shoot the ball from. I want to see if you can pull that thing from half court and it can go in. But it's two different perspectives. I'm not mad at y'all saying that y'all wrong. I'm saying y'all looking at it from the Kobe Bryant perspective, which if Kobe was being truthful, even when he played, we could pull up the numbers. They was going to the high 40s, high 150s. It was high scoring games. In the fourth quarter, they started playing defense. Yes, I agree with that. But it wasn't like y'all making it seem like, oh, they were playing hard defense and they were trying to win the All-Star game. It was not like that, ever. All right, guys, let's uh, move on. <laughs> let's move on over to our next topic. Um, and we're going to talk. All-Star weekend is now for the women looking to uh, grab a baller. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's. Uh... Let's go to the next topic. We're going to talk some NBA, man. So we uh, the topic throughout this week has been, t- they've been talking about the face of the NBA. Not talking about right now. We're talking about when LeBron leaves and decides to retire, who's going to be the face of the NBA? Immediately? Yeah. Who's that next guy that could carry the league and be the face of the NBA? I mean, I think immediately when he leaves, Steph will still be playing. Steph will, Steph will most definitely be still uh, the, the face of the league. But after, like, the Stephs and uh, Kevin Durant and all them leave, um, I think it's going to go to probably, like, probably like your Giannis. Giannis, um, and you got, you, got the, you got your guys like Shane, uh, Shane Gildress, uh, Alexander, all them, um... Those guys, I mean, you got you got a bunch of young uh John Morant, 
John Morant, because if he was healthy, my uh, my son has <laughs> my son has three posters in his room. One is LeBron, the other one is Lamelo Ball, and the other one is John Morant. And uh, and I think that John Morant and Lamelo, if he can ever be healthy and start get a team around him and win a little something, he'll be another one of those faces of the league. But the young guys, I mean. The kids coming up, they 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 they're in good hands because they got a lot of young fellows that they like. Like I said, Lamelo, I don't think Lamelo's worth anything, really, to be honest with you. Wow. But, uh, really I, um, I I know my son had has um my son's eleven years old and that's all he wears is Lamelo's. Like I tried to get him, I, he has a pair of Jordan and never wears. Them. So I mean, they, they they definitely have the kids. Okay, I'll go next. So, to me, it was between two guys. I'm not going to say Giannis or, like, Jokic because they're 29. So, I think they're going to be up there, you know, with the next five years. They'll be 34, 35. Uh, so, that leads me to two guys. And I thought for a second, I was like, it's going to be Doncic. He's 24 right now. It's not going to be Doncic. You know who it's gonna be, and they asked KD this question, and he and he got it right. Victor Wambinyama is gonna be the face of the NBA because he's only twenty years old right now. As long as he's healthy, in six years he's only gonna be twenty six. He's gonna be the face of the NBA, and because he's so tall and everything, they can market him a certain way. Uh, I don't know how his English is. I think his English is uh, solid. Uh, but obviously, the better your English is, uh, the more they can market you in this country. So I think it's actually going to be Victor. I really do. He's 20 years old. They've been hyping him up uh, to the pre-draft process. He's been good so far. Uh, he's only 20 years old. I think in six years, if healthy, he's going to be the face of the NBA. The health is a big, is a big if. Yeah, I, I like I like I like that one. I'm not gonna, I like both the ones that y'all said, but for me it's clear. And I, I disagree with y'all as far as who it's gonna be. It's gonna I I want to name two. <laughs> he he named one, which is John Morant, but John Morant has the off issue. You know the kids already love John Morant. They already right. love him. Don't he don't have to do anything. They already love him. If they can right. start winning, everything changes. He could turn into you know when Ray Lewis had all the off the field issues and then it became a superstar. It concerns yeah. that the next guy is Anthony Edwards. He's the guy I yeah, looked man. at and I said to myself, every NBA player, if you say, who's that next dude that's a dog? It's Anthony Edwards. And you see in the comparisons, somebody called him the 88 Mike. <laughs> Think about that for a second. They called him the 88 Mike. So Anthony Edwards is going to grow. He's going to grow. Not I'm not saying that's they wilding out. <laughs> hey, but listen. Anthony Edwards has this swag about him. I think the kids are going to really take to. He really, you know, he believes, like he said, I can do everything. I can play anything. He said, I'm good at everything I do. He has that, he has that it factor. So I think for sure it's either going to be John Morant or Anthony Edwards in five years. That's going to be the guys that we're talking about as the guys in the NBA. You don't think uh, Shane got something to say about that? I, I don't think... <laughs> Shay don't have, for me, he don't have the superstar quality. He can play. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. There's guys that can play. But 
John Morant and Anthony um they're more flashy. They're more, yeah, they have that more. You see how everybody wants them in the slam dunk contest? Marketable. Because they can bring more to the table. And I'll throw a name that should be in the mix, but for whatever reason has to get his butt in shape is Zion Williamson. Yep. All right, man. Um, I think well, Shea wins only... before them, though. My bad. Go ahead. Uh, there's only one guy that I could think of when, when you're talking about the face of the NBA and that, that could carry this league, and um, that's Jason Tatum. Um, wow, I like it. I do like I think, that one. I think, I, think, <laughs> I think his superstar potential that he has, um, I think he's very marketable. I think the team that he's in, which is Boston, is, is – uh, um, it's a high market team also. And a lot of the people love Jason Tatum. I like the way Jason Tatum plays. He got, you know, he, you know, the the way he attacks the basket, the way he could shoot the ball, the way he posts up on you. Like he, I think I, I just love his all around game. And I think he's a very underrated defensive player also. And I think the one, I think one thing that could just elevate him to, to being that, guy that people's gonna talk about he's gonna have to win that nba title and i and i believe this year is his best shot and this team's best shot to win it because um during the offseason the, the first time jalen brown actually was you know in the basketball gym um with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and I think I think they they're trying to get to the next step I think um that the last time that Tatum was in the NBA finals I think he was he's a more mature player he's a better player they asked him this question they said hey who's the best player in the NBA he said yo it's me I'm the best player in the NBA and I feel and I feel like he got mm -hmm. what it takes to be the best player in the NBA. And I think if he wins that title, I think he could be that guy. Because when Giannis won the NBA title, we was like, yo, Giannis is the best player in the NBA right now. And I think and I think it's it's about that time and at that point where Jason Tatum can take over the NBA. And and I think he could do it. I like I like that point that he made. Winning is what gets you to become that face. You gotta win. Brian. People was trying to give it to him, give it to him. And then when he won, it was like, he was the face just because he had so much hype. But it's when people was really started respecting that they was the face is when he won. Uh, this is, this is, um, this is how I judge it. Um, you remember, you remember, um, after Jordan retired, Jordan was the face for years, right? Before Jordan was Bird and Magic. Then it was Jordan. Who was the face next? I would say Shaq and Kobe. I would say it was two. That's I what I would say. I think it was Shaq yeah, alone, was Shaq and, Kobe. and then Kobe came later. I think it was Shaq by himself, and then Kobe came later because he was paired up with Shaq, and he excelled so much. But um, after Shaq and Kobe, who was it? I was say LeBron. LeBron. It was Bron. But like you said, yeah. not until LeBron won. When LeBron won his ring in Miami, they took that. Was, they took that. I feel like it was still Kobe. It was like Kobe was like a blend. With Shaq and then like a blend, he was like that gap filler from Shaq and Kobe to Shaq and I mean Kobe and Braun. And then when Braun finally won, they kind of detached Kobe from that and was like, now it's Braun's tour. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Until until um Braun won, it's like Kobe was keeping it keeping it warm for him or whatever. Yeah.
And um, and but I I, I could tell you this before before Jordan retired, I was terrified for Jordan to retire, what basketball I was gonna look like. I was like, man, I mean, you know, I was like, well, yeah, we got Shaq still. You got Shaq. <laughs> but but I mean, I still was like. I still was like, shit, I don't want to look at Carl Malone. Sorry. I don't know. Nah, you, know you knew you knew when you saw Shaq in Orlando when he went. To, I mean, obviously had the little hiccups in the Lakers, but you knew Shaq was gonna win a championship. Anybody in their right mind knew if you put somebody with Shaq, and when he, he went to LA, it him. was over with. I got scared when he got traded to um to LA. Well, when he signed with LA, because I'm like, boy, he's leaving the magic. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? I could, and I, saw, I was like, man, he's going over there with Eddie Jones. What are you talking about, man? Nick Van Exel, that's not gonna work. And, but, and, and I just and I want to put this out there because Keo said, I dare say it's about winning too. But think about this: Tim Duncan won five rings, and Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan was never the face, in my opinion. He was a winner, and you respect that, but he wasn't the face of the NBA. So you could win. But you have to have that flashiness because I love Luka Doncic. I think he's a beast, and he could end up winning some championships. But even like Jokic, I don't think in the All-Star game, he just didn't. I don't think kids are pulling it and saying, yeah, I want to be like Jokic. No, nobody's looking at them like, like, yeah, I want to hoop like him. Everybody respects their game. Everybody respects their game. But nobody's like, yeah, I want to be uh, – yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to look at Luka. No, nobody's like looking at that, bro. What, what's crazy <laughs> – What's crazy about Mike to this day, I mean, we just talked about the playoffs, right? The NFL playoffs, the highest-rated AFC title game ever, highest-rated NFC title game ever, and the Super Bowl every year gets higher and higher. The highest-rated NBA finals to this day is MJ's last finals in 98. Absolutely. That is nuts. Because we've had Shaq and Kobe, LeBron, like we've had superstars. All right, let's move on over, man. Let's go to our – um. Yeah. Well. So we'll have more. We'll, we'll have more NBA topics as as the weeks go by because you know uh, we're gonna get closer to the NBA playoffs. You know the play-ins about to get start. Uh, this uh season actually starts tomorrow, so All Star break um will be over. The games actually start tomorrow. But with that being said, man, we're gonna talk some college basketball. Um, a lot of people, <laughs> people, but people might have forgot. But March Madness is getting really close. Uh, towards um. Uh, towards the end, we're towards the end of the college basketball season, and March Madness is getting closer. So, with that being said, man, when it comes to the tournaments, when we talk about the men's tournament and the women's tournament, which ones, which one is more interesting to you that for you to watch? I mean, I'll, I'll just go first. I mean. Uh, obviously, it's the men's. Uh, the men's gets better ratings. <laughs> they're more athletic in terms of like dunking, and they're better shooters. Um, I don't even know how else to describe it. It's clearly the men's for me. Uh, the, I don't know. There's no woman that's ever made me sit down and say, "All right, I gotta watch it." And that's no disrespect. Like I see what Clayton, Caitlin uh, Clark is doing or whatever. Uh, she's a baller and everything. But at the same time, when I think about the tournament, I think about Steph Curry lighting it up. I think about guys like Zion being in the tournament. Uh, Anthony Davis with the Kentucky. Um, even even if you want to go way back uh, with uh, Tyler Hansbro, J.J. Redick, those type of players. Like, like OT. 
Yeah, they, they made you tune in. And the women maybe have had one or two players the last couple of years make you tune in. But, I mean, the uh, March Madness, the men's March Madness makes you tune in every year. Uh, we all watch football until the Super Bowl, but right after that, shifts to March Madness. And no disrespect for, to the women, but the men make me want to watch the men's more. They, just, and the ratings back it up as well. And I think that more uh, more people feel the same way I do. All right. So we're talking about our personal our personal um choice or are we talking about like worldwide do we think the world your personal choice your opinion my opinion um if i'm being honest i'm gonna say the women's i'm gonna say the women's um who's number who's the number one uh rank uh men's basketball team right now it, it was right uconn right all right, they won a national championship last year, right? All right. All right, who's their best player? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, so, that, that, the one and done ruined the sport. That's the issue with men. Absolutely. And that's yeah. why I say the women. So, who's the best male player in basketball right now? College basketball. Ed, See, that's Ed, the, that Purdue, Eddie. Or yeah. I hope I pronounced it. Purdue is a total letdown. All right, so let me ask you this. Who's the best female player right now? Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark. Look how easy that was. We still uh, we said the dude from Purdue. <laughs> Bruh, right now, at this particular moment, everything you said was correct, Yvonne, but I'm just saying actually watching them. Like, I don't, I'm not gonna watch <laughs> the tournament, the uh the girls tournament all the way through. I'm not gonna watch the guys tournament all the way through either because I'm a North Carolina fan, and I could name you one player on their team right now. I know that they're ranked uh, top ten in the coaches' poll and thirteen in the um in the uh, other poll, but I could name you one player over there because the one and done has ruined it. I don't have time to learn these guys every year. Is something different. Um, that right now those ladies have to stay though, and I think we have a rivalry that has been um that has been ignited <laughs> with. With the uh, LSU and uh, Iowa, with um, Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark, I think that that's something that people want to see. And we're not going to even talk about South Carolina hooping like they hooping. They are hooping over there in South Carolina. Those ladies play ball over there. Yeah. And um, let's talk about Juju over there at USC. She is hooping. She's going to beat all those records that Caitlin Clark is setting right now because she's just a freshman and she is filling it up. I know that, and I haven't been watching them. So that's what I'm saying. Right now, the biggest uh, hoops hoops in uh, college are the women. The women have, are dominating the college uh, college ranks right now, and I think March Madness is going to be more about the female game than the male male game right now because it's just we don't know those guys. We don't know those guys. They don't have anybody that jumps off the screen. Um, I, I haven't seen one that jumped off the screen really since probably Zion that everybody just was talking about. So, you know. Yeah, I'm 1,000% with C on this one. Easily, not even comparable. Last year, <clears throat> on this show, Kyo can attest to this. The guys played after the girls. The girls played, I don't remember what night, whatever night it was, the guys played 
It was NFL free agency. Kio, what did we start the show with? Um, K- Caitlin Clark and uh, Angel Reese, and Big Angel Reese. Yeah, we yeah. started the show with that. We didn't start the show with no NFL free agency. We didn't start the or the draft. We didn't start the show with whatever um the men's game was. I don't even think we talked much about the men's game, dude. The women's game has superstars right now that people want to watch. Shoot, they were talking about Caitlin Clark at All Star game. Yeah, I was in college. Yeah, we talking about Caitlin Clark at the All Star game, and she's in college. You got the defending champs, the LSU Tigers. You got South Carolina. You got UConn. You got LSU. You got Iowa. He just mentioned USC and Juju. Juju's been balling. The men. I'm gonna tell you this. Of course, the first two rounds, I will give the men a slight nod because the first two rounds. The women are going to get destroyed against those yeah. top, top tier teams. But once the final four, the elite eight hit, dog, everybody's going to be tuned in. They want to see Caitlin Clark go up against these powerhouse schools. They want to see if LSU can repeat. Is USC going to, not USC, can Juju carry that torch and bring them on a big run as a Cinderella story and upset maybe one of these teams? Is she the next Caitlin Clark as far as that's concerned? Is South Carolina back? Are they going to come back with a vengeance and win it? Everybody wants to see these storylines. Like right now, like we just talked about. UConn won it last year. Hawkins is not there. He's playing for the Pelicans. And you're sitting there and you're saying, yeah, they lost to Creighton. Nobody – I didn't even really see that on ESPN. The number one team went down to Creighton. And it was being a secret. <laughs> yeah, like it was like, oh, okay. It's just right now the girls' game is just better. It just is. Um, and I'm definitely going to be tuned in to their Elite Eight. I'm going to be watching all of it, but just because I love it. But if I had to watch one, if let's just say hypothetically, UConn makes it to the championship and they're playing up against um, who you said, Kiel? Purdue. Let's say Purdue. And they're in the championship game. And they play on the same night. And it's Iowa versus LSU. Man, easy. Um, so despite you know how entertaining uh last year was for the women's, I'm still taking the men's. Um, because you still, um, despite the one and done there, you're still gonna have your Kentuckys in the men's tournament, you're still gonna have your Dukes. Kansas, you know, Arizona's Connecticut, who's the, the the defending champion. They may not have the players that right that 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 that, that stands out, but you know, I, I, I'm all about those teams though, man. The teams I always look forward to those teams. When you think of the women's, they have the stars there with with uh you know fr- from LSU's South Carolinas and Yukon's uh, um and you really think of like three, four teams for the women's, um, but with the with with the men's, I'm starting from the field of sixty with four all the way through. I think with the women's, like X said, I think it'll get interesting towards maybe the elite eight. You could even say the sweet sixteen, but I'm but I just more entertaining. With the men's, because when was the last time I asked anybody that I know, hey man, you want to fill out 
a March Madness bracket challenge for a women's college basketball? <laughs> Hell no! Hey Everybody man, doing I'm gonna. I I I hit I hit up X. He wanted to see. Hey, you want to fill out a men's college basketball tournament, man? I don't mind doing the women's, so we could we could do that. We, I have no problem doing that. But oh, do, do you really want to do that? <laughs> but I like the men's though. I like the men's though. I'm looking forward to the men's. Uh, but I'm I'm not gonna disrespect the females though. I, I it's just a certain teams that I am looking for, like the South Carolinas, the Stanfords, the Yukons. You know LSU's in the mix, Iowa, but but with the with the uh, men's, you know, I, I, it's just those teams and the traditions that they have for men's college basketball. Man, I, I'm going with the men's. But even do you realize? Go ahead, go ahead, see. Do you realize that the tournament was damn near over before I realized that North Carolina didn't even make the tournament last year? That's how much I cared about the um my team because those guys they started off the year ranked number one. And then all of a sudden they just start tumbling. I was like, man, I'm not watching none of that, bro. And yes. all of a sudden, them them girls just started hooping, and Angel Reese them took over. And you know, Caitlin Clark was doing what she does, filling that bucket up. Now you got Juju. You got the you have the traditional teams over there too, man. You got South Carolina that hoop, LSU that hoop. Uh, I was relatively new for the um for the women. You don't have uh UConn. UConn is still in the mix, kind of, but they're not. You know, Gino Ariema. I think he's uh he's running his course over there, man. I think they might need a change of change. Oh, man, don't say that. See, don't do that. I mean, they not they not getting those players like they used well, to. Well, yes, I understand. I like, I like, I like. They've had injuries too. Yeah, but hey, bro, they yeah, they, like. age is a bucket. Age yeah. is a bucket. Yeah, but they didn't re they didn't re uh re. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't rebuild over there. They reloaded every year. Every year. I think the competition has just... caught up to them. That doesn't mean that they're they're falling off. The U.S. I mean, the um, South Carolinas, the LSU's, they caught up to UConn. It's not that they're bad. They just people are catching up to them. You can't get everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I said this before we get rid. Like I understand what Kill said. That's what I'm saying. The first two rounds. But if you tell me. The final four, and look, I'm a y'all know I love Duke, but if you say Duke, uh, Purdue, Duke, Purdue, UConn, and let's just throw another team out there, let's go Kentucky in the men's. But if I get LSU, South Carolina, Iowa, and UConn in the women, man, in the final four, it's no doubt which one I'm watching over the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you're right, you're right. I would go watch the women's. You kidding me? You talking about really. the storylines, man? You wilding, man. We know, we know that. Hey, that. shout out to all my ladies. I, I just my only problem is my only problem is I don't know these guys. There's no standouts. There's no standouts in a men's college game. Uh, the most popular. The most popular college basketball player to me is Bronny James, and he's terrible. So why why would I watch college uh, uh, college uh, men's basketball? Like I will, popular one. I will say the sport has been ruined, and it's sad because it was awesome growing up. It was yeah, one of the best college basketball growing up. Yeah. yeah. And and and, uh, and actually, you know, college basketball itself didn't ask for that rule. That's an NBA rule when they switched the age limit to nineteen. 
And so it forced all these guys to go to uh, the Dukes, the UNCs, the Kentuckys for one year and then leave. I will say this. I grew up loving Duke. I really loved Duke, and uh, uh, I rooted for them like I root for Texas growing up. Now, now it's better to vote uh, to root for a uh, Louisiana Tech, a VCU where I graduated, because those are smaller schools that actually have guys for three, four years. Yeah. So, like, I actually don't care about Duke as much as I did. I, if they're on TV, I'm rooting for them, but I'm not following them like they are, like they used to, because I know those guys are gone in a year. Now, I actually root for VCU where I uh, graduated from because those guys are there three, four years. So it's actually better to root for the Cajuns, the Louisiana Techs, the smaller schools now. Uh, and it, it's sad what's happened to the sport. Yeah, Raging Cajuns is not known for their basketball team, though. They got to hey, watch your mouth. They, yeah, they, yeah. they actually are. They actually are. <laughs> they actually okay, are. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. All right, Let me Matt, ask so- you this, actually. Keel, sorry to cut you off. Let me ask you all this. What's the deal with women's one and done duet? They they have a WNBA. No, they have, to, they have to stay more than they have to stay. I think like three years. I think they okay, have to which stay is three the football. Yeah. Okay. X X knows he watches a lot of the women's basketball. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I but I, I think I because why. I see, I think it's the same issue with football. They don't think they're physically done growing, and they wouldn't be ready for the next level. Is what I but, think it is. But I, 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 that's what I'm saying. But I would think that that would be, uh, that would be the reverse, man. Because I believe that those women, they're probably the same size, the same build as the college players. I believe that. I really do believe that the best college basketball player, basketball team in the um, female women's basketball team in college could go probably compete very well in the WNBA. Well, women do go through puberty more before men, so you could be right that they're physically there before men are for the pro game. All right, enough about puberty, man. We're going to the next topic, man. Uh, But for the first time ever in NBS history, I guess we'll have a women's bracket challenge. But uh, we'll deal with Uh, that. I'm out. Give it up for the ladies. I, I guess I guess it's just me and you, X. But um, <laughs> but let's go to. Yeah, our I just next been topic. here though, man. I'm about, out. I ain't... Uh, all right, we're um. So we're gonna go to our next topic, and we're gonna talk about some um some football. NFL drafts close, closing in. I mean the free agency. We're gonna talk about a little bit about the draft each week as we move forward. So our first topic for tonight, were uh, regarding the NFL draft, man. If you're the Chicago Bears, man. What are you doing with the number one pick at Justin Fields? Me, yeah. Me myself personally, I'm keeping Justin Fields trading, trading out of that number one spot down to probably like four or five or something like that. And uh drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. to help him up there. And um I'm 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 really gonna I'm gonna get another for number one draft pick next year. Again, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get another number one draft pick next year for trading down, and um, I'm still gonna be able to get a stud like Marvin Harrison Jr. And um, I keep Justin Fields and build around him because he's not Justin Fields isn't bad. He isn't bad. He can they can win with him if they get him help. That's the problem. They haven't gotten him any help, and um, I that's what I'm gonna do. What do I think they're going to do? I think they're going to trade him. I think they're going to trade him to Atlanta. 
I think they're going to trade him to Atlanta. And um, I would hate to see him in the NFC South, man. I really would because we don't do well against um, running quarterbacks as it is, and he's a hell of a runner. But um, I, I, I think that I think that they're going to trade Justin Fields, and they're going to um, draft Caleb, and they're going to start over there, and they're going. He's going to. He's going. That's going to actually hurt him going to the Bears. That's going to hurt his career going to the Bears first. All right, I'll go next. Um, here's my thing. I would agree with you, uh, C, 100% if they fired Eberflus. But because they didn't fire Eberflus, I don't see what's going to change with Justin Fields there. So that's my thing. So the, now that they didn't fire Eberflus, I am going to draft Caleb Williams at one. And at number nine, because they have the ninth pick two, I am going to grab the best available wide receiver, and I think at number nine, Roma Dunze will be available. So then I would go with DJ Moore, Caleb Williams, and Roma Dunze and keep building through draft. I would trade Justin Fields for a second-round pick, so you also get that pick. Uh, that's what I would do. Otherwise, if they fired Eberflus, I agree with your plan. See, I would trade with Washington – because Washington's willing to get Caleb Williams because he's from D.C. and get the house from them and grab Marvin Harrison. So I would agree with that if Eberflus was uh, gone, but he's not. So I got to work with what I've got. And I'm going to go Caleb Williams because I don't think much is going to change with Fields with Eberflus. And then I get him a best best wide receiver on the board at number nine, which is Ondunze, I think, will be available there. Um, And keep building that way. He's not from Washington, right? What's that? Oh, uh, um, Dunze. Yeah, yeah, out of Washington. Yeah, Michael Penix's best target. So um, now what I think will happen is what I said. Uh, uh, what I would do in this case is I think they're going to draft Caleb Williams, trade Justin Fields, and grab a receiver again at number nine. So I really – what I would do is what I think will happen. Now, Atlanta, uh, Justin Fields from Georgia – I could see there. Uh, keep this in mind. I've heard these rumors a couple times. I know I think we've all heard Justin Fields to Pittsburgh. But I think the team that is uh, sitting there lower in the draft that can't get a wide receiver or can't get a quarterback in the in, in the uh, five, six, seven range, the Vegas Raiders. Don't be surprised if they go get Justin Fields. I have a feeling about that. I saw so, something about that today. Yeah, so I think that uh, I would do what I think will be done. Caleb Williams at the one, trade Justin Fields, and grab another receiver at number nine because Eberflus is there, and I don't know what, what would change with Fields and Eberflus. All right, all right, all right. Here we go, baby. GM of the year, baby. XT, baby. Oh, I'm going to get your team right. Hey, listen. If you live in Lafayette, I know there's a lot of us mad at me right now. I told y'all we was coming. I told y'all we was coming. And look, I'm not done. I'm not done. Hey, say, Keo, don't hold me back. I'm not done. Let me get finished with this. Hey, we building something at, La- at Lafayette Renaissance Charter Academy. I told you that a long time ago. They're going to start listening to me. So, Chicago, reach out to your boy, Ryan Pose. Pause. 
<laughs> Hire your boy as the assistant GM. I'll get you right. Here we go. I'm keeping Justin Fields. The city loves him. He loves the city. We rocking with that boy. We dropping down to number two. I'm not even risking it. Going back to four and five like C. That's no knock to C. Because C got it right. I'm drafting the best player in the draft. Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm making sure that I'm doubling down. Washington's going to give me. I'm looking for the house. I want two, three first-round picks. I'm saying, if you want Caleb Williams, he's a franchise changer. I'm hyping him up. I'm like, dog, if I'm not getting him, you're going to give me the house for him. So not only are you giving me the number two pick, I want your first pick next year, and I might want a second or third with that. So I'm going to go ahead and move down one spot. I'm going to take Marvin Harrison. I get Marvin Harrison, DJ Moore, and Cole Commit in that offense with Justin Fields. That's nice. And at number nine, I grab the corner I, I, I want. I think Chicago's on to something. But here's the kicker to that. Let's say they struggle. Let's say, you know what? If I'm Ryan Pose, I say, man, get that boy out of there. Ben Johnson, leave Detroit. We got talent over here on this offensive, <laughs> offensive side of the ball. We need you. Let's make this work. I, I would fire him and go get somebody else if they, if they can't win with all the talent that they would have next year. I'm not trading Justin Fields because I see the potential there. I do. It, he he hasn't put it all together, but that, that Justin Fields I saw versus Clemson, you saw the glimpse of it. You saw it. I know it was in college, but that guy, I need that guy. If I get that guy, I can win a Super Bowl with that guy. The coach, the coaching staff, the organization has to find a way to get that out of that guy. And that's on the Bears. But I'm keeping Justin Fields, Caleb Williams, mentally. I keep telling y'all, I'm concerned about his mental. I can't let Justin Fields walk to Atlanta um, and take Caleb Williams because I just don't know. If he, if he goes to Washington, I think that's a good situation because at least he'll be home. And maybe they can get that right over there. But I'm, I'm keeping Justin Fields. I'm going to draft Marvin Harrison. I'm going to take the best corner I, I like at number nine. I like the kid from Alabama, um, Taron, or Taron, however you say his last name. Because um, I've seen him plenty of times this year against L I mean, LNC and SEC schools. i actually not not high on Alabama corners, but I think he's going to be real good in the NFL. That's the route I'm going. And then next year, I'm adding to that. I'm adding pieces. There's some good running backs late in this draft. Shoot, Blake Corm, you might get him in a, it, later on in the draft. That would be a nice little pickup for the Bears at running back. But that's not until later on in the draft. The Bears can build something. Take the best player available. That's Marvin Harrison Jr. And you can move back and get him. That's what I'm doing. Um, As far as the draft goes with the Chicago Bears, um, with the Chicago Bears, um, with the Chicago Bears, I – I would keep Justin Fields and um yeah I would I would keep uh uh Justin Fields and with that number 1 pick I'm using that pick to draft uh Marvin Harrison Jr. Um they need an extra wide receiver on the side with DJ Moore um I think uh they traded that to get all that for DJ Moore to build that chemistry with Justin Fields, and they they've had have had great chemistry, and it would just suck for somebody like DJ Moore to build chemistry 
with with a, with uh, somebody like Caleb, Caleb Williams, um, which when he already has chemistry with Justin Fields, I don't think the Bears should give him on him so early because if he goes Fields goes to the right situation, he might uh he he might uh he it might actually hurt the Chicago Bears, but I think I don't think they should give up on him though. Who's the Steelers so, running back? Yeah, man, Najee Harris. Now I can see I can see what you said about um them trading them them trading that if I were the Bears, I would ask for Najee Harris, their first round pick for the next three, four years. If I um if I, I just that. I don't think they should go back and like Keel saying take Marvin Harrison at one. I don't think that's the best thing to do because I think you can get you some you know some um assets if you yeah. want back just one spot. Um I'm not moving back far. Because if I'm gonna move back, I still want the best player in the draft. And Washington would do it. Washington would do it. Washington would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, and why not do it? Well, I think New England at three also would do it. So why not take the whole house instead of drop to Marvin Harrison first? And you can make them bid against each other. Yeah. <laughs> say, look, I got New England on the phone right now. Whether that's true or not, it doesn't matter. I got New England on the phone. Y'all willing to give up that much? Because like you said, Yvonne. Caleb Williams is from that area. They just hired Cliff Kingsbury. Like, they had, they're trying to get him. They just have to go get him. Now, let me ask you this. What will happen? I think Caleb Williams will go on. They'll trade Fields to Vegas. I think Fields going to go to Atlanta if they trade him. But what do you think is going to happen? I just, man. <laughs> I'm gonna say trade. There's no I'm way say trade him, but I think that'll be the biggest mistake that they can make. Yeah, there's no way Fields is back. All right, guys, it's about that time. We got a new segment. I we're implementing so towards any segment of the show each week. You know, I'll be asking. These guys are serious of questions. Obviously, they know their sports. So I've worked really hard trying to find questions to stump these guys. So with that being said, I'm going to ask each of you guys a question. And at the end, it's a free-for-all for, all for uh, you guys, whoever could answer uh, the last question. So with that being said, you guys are ready, man? Let's go. I didn't even know we were playing. Go I didn't know. All right. I forgot yeah, I just hit I, you. I, I just hit you with an okie dokie. All right, True X, a sports junkie. This is for you. Which of the following quarterbacks went undrafted? So you got four options Rich Gannon, Tony Romo, Bart Starr, or Roger Staubach? Tony Romo. Okay, you're right, man. Right on, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right, so this next question goes to with this next question goes to um Mr. C, man. Uh which of the following teams has never picked number 1 overall in the NFL draft? You got Ooh, the options of the Dallas Cowboys, Denver Broncos, Green Bay Packers, or the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, Denver has the Cowboys. No, who the Steelers? 
Did you you already said it. Who <laughs> oh, Denver? Yeah, De- Denver has oh. never picked number one overall in the. Wow. Elway went to the uh, Baltimore. Co- damn. All right. Yeah. And you'd have got me with that one. I ain't going with all of you. Yeah. Damn it. And my all first right. instinct was was the Broncos, but I said, but no, they got Elway. But I forgot. They had to get up from um Baltimore. I, I knew the Elway thing. I thought it was Green Bay. I don't even remember Green Bay ever being first. I th- I oh yeah, I thought it was the Steelers. I can't even think of nobody that went number one for the Steelers. I, I, I knew Elway was ever first, first, obviously. But hmm. all right, Yvonne, this one's for you. Let's see if you could get this right. Um, which college has produced the most draft picks in NFL history? You got the options between Michigan, Notre Dame, South Car—I mean Southern California, USC, or Texas. It's USC or Notre Dame. I'm going to say Notre Dame. Wow, you are right, man. Yeah. Damn, I wish all I right. got that one, man. <laughs> See, he gave you a tough one. <laughs> yeah, I, I did give you a tough one. I would have guessed Green Bay. I knew both of y'all. I, I had no idea about mine. All right. This is for this is for all you guys. This is the last question. Which of the following quarterbacks, which of the following quarterbacks was not selected before Tom Brady in the 2000 draft? You got the options Ooh. of Giovanni Car- Carmazzi, Todd Husak, T. Martin, or Spurgeon Wynn. Oh, it's Todd Husack. I think I know T. Martin was ahead of Brady. Yeah, T. All Martin right. was for sure. Ahead All right, X. Yeah. What's your answer? Okay, repeat the names one more time. <laughs> T. T. Martin, Spurgeon, Win, Todd Husack, and uh, Car Carmazzi. Car Carmazzi. That's what you said. I yeah. think he was before Brady. Yeah, Giovanni Carmazzi, Todd Husak, T. Martin, and Spurgeon win. Bruh, I know I, I feel like Spurgeon win and T. Martin for sure went before him. Um I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with your boy um like that Carmazzi. I don't know who that kid is. Okay, uh Giovanni Carmazzi. All right, see yeah, what's your answer? Give me the names one more time. <laughs> Giovanni Carmazzi, Todd Husak, T. Martin, or Spurgeon Win. I just looked it up. By the way, Giovanni Carmazzi went to Hofstra. If if any of y'all, if that helps. Oh my God! I feel like you got drafted before Tom. <laughs> but I'm gonna stick right. with it. I'm good. I'm sticking with it. Because it was either me or Yvonne's guess. I know for sure. I'd be surprised. Uh, uh, if it's not. All right. See Carmazzi. who you got. You got Carmazzi? Yeah. yeah right. Okay. The lucky guy is Todd Husak. <laughs> and I just and I just looked it up. He was only like four picks after Brady. <laughs> all right, guys. I didn't want to answer the same question as Yvonne because I was like, it's one of them. I just didn't know which one. Honestly, that was a lucky guess on my part. <laughs> All right, guys, let's go to our last topic for tonight, man. And I it is Spurgeon win. I don't remember him at all. Yeah, no, right. I remember him saying Spurgeon win got drafted before. So I remember people saying that whenever Brady started winning a lot. 
I actually remembered a Carmazzi name before Brady, so I knew that wasn't the answer. He apparently went third round to San Fran. All right, guys. Let's right. Start. I remember that now. You saying that. <laughs> All right. So we're going to do our official power rankings. Free agency is going to be uh, next month, beginning of next month. And we're going to do our power ranks for your top five free agents from the NFL uh, uh, top five. How you guys got it? All right. Hold on, I, I got to write this down because I wasn't prepared for this. I ain't going to lie to y'all. I'm I'm just looking at a list of free agents, and I'm gonna make my top five off of this. All right, number. Well, I'm just gonna go one through five instead of five through one because that's that's complicated. I'm gonna just go name the best players in order I see. Number one, easy. Chris Jones. Chris Jones is the best free agent out there. Hall of Famer. I think he's only 28. He's still got freaking four years in the league of elite uh, pass rush and stop run. Chris Jones is number one to me. Number two, like I'm looking at this list, they got Kirk Cousins number two. No way. No way. Number two to me is Brian Burns, Carolina. I mean, dude, he's only in his like fourth year. He's a monster. I remember watching him at Florida State. He's also everybody needs a pass rusher. He's got to be at 25 years old at the most. Uh, Brian Burns is number two. Number three. And look at these names. Uh, T. Higgins. T. Higgins is three. Could be a number one wide receiver on a lot of teams. You know where he'd be nice? He'd be nice if he left Cincinnati. I don't want him to leave Cincinnati. But if he did, Jacksonville. He played with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, you put him on the other side of Calvin Ridley. I think that's a good fit. T. Higgins is the third best free agent behind Burns and uh, Chris Jones. Number four, I'm going to go Josh Allen from the Jags. Gets better and better every year. I like him. I don't think he's elite yet, but I think he's on the way. Uh, Josh Allen is number four to me. And number five, I'm still not going Kirk Cousins. I like Kirk Cousins because uh, – but he he's on the tail end. And plus he just had an Achilles. I mean, no shock. Uh, man. Oh, hey, give me some names because I don't have my computer pulled up. Just number name. five. Okay, I'm gonna tell you names I see on this list. Obviously, the guys I mentioned there is uh Justin Murebuke from Ravens, had a good year. Christian Wilkins, Dolphins, Antoine Winfield Jr., uh, Jalen Johnson from the Bears, Legereus Sneed, uh, Louisiana guy, uh, uh, Michael Pittman, and number five on my list is gonna be Mike Evans. Because Mike Evans it can still produce. Bruh, I swear to God, I am not wanting to watch the NFL next year if Mike Evans goes to the Chiefs. Are you kidding me? That's going to be nasty. Uh, the only reason he's number five on my list is because he's older than like guys like T. Higgins and, and Michael Pittman and stuff like that. But like Mike Evans still has a lot in, in the tank. So my top five in order, just to recap, Chris Jones – uh, number two, who did I have? I had Burns. Number three, I had T. Higgins. Four, I had uh Josh Allen. And five, I got Mike Evans just because Mike Evans is a little older, but he's still a stud. That's my top five. All right, I'll, I'll go next. 
I'll go next. Um, and my my I'll go one to five, kind of like he did. All right, number one, we got it. You got it right with Chris Jones. Um, you know, an interior lineman, a, a dog like that, hard to find. I don't think he leaves Kansas City. I think they go ahead and pony up and pay him like they need to to keep him there. And uh, like you said, I think he has another good three or four years left in him. Um, number two, I I disagree with you, man. I look for. I look, I look at uh, game game changers and something that can change your team immediately. I think Kirk Cousins. I got Kirk Cousins. I know he's coming out that Achilles, and um, I think he's uh, he's valuable enough. He's valuable enough and a good enough player that if you put him on a team, he can automatically take them to the next level if he has enough weapons around him. He's a good he's a good enough quarterback to do that. I think he I think he bounces back. Um, and then I mean, I start good, I start getting kind of confused with my picks because I'm I'm just looking offense really. And I guess maybe because I'm a Saints fan and I, I hate this guy because he burns us so much, but we've won we've won more than we've lost to him. Mike Evans. I got him at three. Mike Evans, he um I know he's older than than um T Higgins. But I got him at three just because I think he's I think he's better than T. Higgins. And I love T. Higgins. But um I I, I think Mike Evans Mike Evans is a he dog. Is, but is he better at like f- like going forward like four or five years down there? That's the thing. Hell I, that's I, what they're signing these guys for. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah they are, but I, I don't know if he's four or five years, but probably for the next two. I can see if I put I Mike agree. Evans on yeah, if I put Mike Evans on my team for the next two years, I believe we I, we can win. And I like agree. you said, you put him in Kansas City, there's no need to really watch the league next year. <laughs> and uh, so um, next, I I, I kind of guess I got to go with T Higgins um, at four. T Higgins at four, and at five, I know they say that this is a uh, this is a a um forgot about position and you know you can find one anywhere but i gotta go with one of the running backs man saquon barkley Thanks. saquon barkley man i gotta put him at five but it could have actually been him or one of these other ones uh derrick henry josh jacobs or austin eckler i believe any of those guys any of those guys could um help a team immediately if they got on their team, maybe the worst one out of those four running backs that uh, would make a difference right off would be Josh Jacobs. Um, then maybe Eckler, but uh, I think Saquon, Saquon is probably the best out of all those, all four of those guys. Um, Derrick Henry, he's uh, right behind. <coughs> so those are my five. All right. Hey, real quick. I, I can't think of my boy's name. What's my boy's name from Alabama real quick? The corner that's coming out. Uh, Terry on Arnold or Terry on Arnold? That's his name. All right. There's that's also Kool Aid. There's also point. there's also Kool Aid McKinstry, but I think yeah. He's but I like I like Arnold. I like Arnold. Yeah. Terry on Arnold. I couldn't think of his I like name. Kool name. Yeah, he got a cool name, but that's not <laughs> it. Okay, here we go. Since I heard the names, I had my stuff before I thought he was gonna leave them off. Number one, I'm with y'all. Chris Jones just can be a game changer. For any any program, any organization he goes to, we saw it in the Super Bowl. We saw it on the uh, playoffs. He's a monster. Um, go ahead and pay him. I actually would tell you, if I was a team, I would offer him big money to leave Kansas City. Oh yeah, 
because I'm trying to change my 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 defense mentality by having a monster on my D line. So I would definitely pay him. I don't I'll, I'll say this. I'm not just gonna name the person. I'm gonna tell you why I think they're gonna go. Chris Jones back to Kansas City. Kansas City can't afford to lose him in my mind. I so agree. I think he goes back to Kansas City. All right, my number two guy. And it's because I'm gonna put it all together. Remember what I said. The Bears should keep Justin Fields, draft Marvin Harrison, keep Cole Commit, obviously DJ Moore. Number two, Saquon Barkley. If I'm the Bears, I'm going to get Saquon Barkley. I'm really going to put pressure on people. I'm going to say to myself, man, I got a stud at running back. Saquon, you finally have a situation where you have two stud receivers. You got a good tight end. Everything's not on you no more. And we know Saquon played at Penn State, which the cold is not going to bother him at all. I know he played in New York, but I'm just saying that 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 grimy feel of Penn State and Pennsylvania, now he goes to Chicago and plays with Justin Fields. That's what I would do. Go get Saquon Barkley. I think he's a game changer for that um, organization. And now you give Fields that head up. Number three, I, I love this guy. When you said his name, I said, what? Jalen Johnson. I think he's a stud. And going back to what I just said, you give me Teron Arnold and put him next to Jalen Johnson on the other side, other side, and I just said that offense, the Bears are making moves. Now they're starting to get things going. I like that. I'm going Jalen Johnson at three. Number four, I got T. Higgins slightly over Mike Evans because I got to think long term. I got to think. Mike Evans, you're getting up there in age. I have to go with T. Higgins. I think T. Higgins ends up going. I would say, well, I'm not going to say where I think he's going to go. I'm going to tell you where I would go. Kansas City. Go to Kansas City. Go play with Patrick Mahomes. I know Jacksonville's a good fit. Give me Patrick Mahomes throwing me the ball with Travis Kelsey. I'm going to Kansas City if I'm T. Higgins. If they can afford him, we'll see. I don't know if that's actually um, a price tag. And then my five and final person, because like C said, I agree with them, a team that's a quarterback away, I think is the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to get Kirk Cousins. I think if they get Kirk Cousins, they can make some noise because they were winning games with Mason Rudolph yeah. and Pickett at quarterback. I'm saying to myself, if you give me, you give me Kirk Cousins to go with the receiving core I got and Mike Tomlin in that defense, I feel real good. I'm going to get Kirk because I'm going to put him at five because I think quarterback is such an important position. I didn't think about them. Good job. All right. Um, my number five, I'm going to start off with Mike Evans. I think he had a great year. I think he should get paid. Um, I think he should get paid, and um, I think he deserves the money. So somebody's going to get him. So Tampa Bay, they better get him before somebody gets him because I heard Kansas City might go after this guy. I got him. As they five. should. <laughs> Number four, a lot of people might think it's a, it's a, it's a surprise where I have this player at. But at Me? number five from I mean at number four, I mean number four. No, I got Chris Jones at number four. Um, it's not because I I think he's a great player, and then he's you know you know the damage that he could do. I just feel like he's not gonna go anywhere. He's not going to go anywhere outside of Kansas City. He's just one of it's just one of those free agents. You know he's going to go back to his team. Um, so I I got him at number four, number three for me. I like I do like T Higgins at number three. Um, he, he's still young and uh, 
I, I don't know if he's going to stay in um, um, in Cincinnati. I mean, if he doesn't, you know, it's Cincinnati better look for a, another wide receiver. So I got him at number three. Um, my number two um, pick, I'm going with Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins will be the top, most talked about quarterback in this uh, free agency. And I think wherever he goes, I think he's definitely going to help the team, help a team out. Um, you know, you got you got a lot of options with you know Washington. Um, who knows? Maybe the you know maybe um, Las Vegas. They're looking for a quarterback. Also, Tennessee. Who knows? But um, I got them at number two, and I think number one for me, man. I think he's going to be the most talked about player in free agency, based off of the news I've seen, and I think it's Saquon Barkley. I think Saquon Barkley is, you know, you talk about high-profile name, a guy that could make an instant impact on the offensive side. I'm going with Saquon in this one. Where do you think Saquon goes? Because I think it's only two. I, if it was, if I'm Saquon, I'm going to go into two teams. I'm not saying only, but obviously somebody's going to pay me, and I think two teams. I think it's either the Bears or Houston. I think the Bears should go do it. I think Houston will go do it. I think Houston's not. With Singletary, they should just give Singletary a little bit. Nah, they're, not, they're not ruling with Singletary. <laughs> he did well for him. He did. Yeah, man. He he. I mean, yeah, he did. Um, so, so if Chris Jones signs back with Kansas City, which I think we all think will happen, that to me means Legarius Sneed is gone, and I think Legarius Sneed is going to take the bag. To whoever offers the most money. Oh yeah, he, he should. He should. I agree. I'm usually got. I'm a usually guy that says go chase the rings instead of the bag. But he got two rings, so now I would chase the bag if I'm. And I would try to get back on a contender, but like I'm chasing the bag as well. If uh, if I'm Sneed. Where okay. you think Saquon is going to end up, Yvonne? I think he's back in uh, New York for another franchise tag. Wow, that was, that's that's horrible. They got that man in prison over there. <laughs> I'm tell, I'm telling you, man. Like uh, uh, running, like backs aren't, too, huh? <laughs> running backs aren't valued like that by the league. So I just don't see anybody throwing him the bag like that. Yeah, Kansas City's not not used to. Keeping their cornerbacks, you know, they lost Ward, Peters, mm -hmm. and then uh, uh, Sneed might definitely might be gone, also. All right, guys, let's uh, it's time to wrap things up and um, let's go to um, are you kidding me? Let's go. I'll go first, <laughs> bruh, bruh. I, I know I brought it up early, I know y'all, you know, y'all was going crazy on other stuff, but come on. The dunk contest was bad, Jeff, but the judges, are you kidding me? I'm not even a dunker, and I can tell you that's not 50. I can tell you that's not 49. I can tell you that's not a 48. That was some trash. And to get those high scores, golly, are you kidding? Dominique Wilkins, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? I was, Kobe, I was Kobe's very disappointed. Kobe's his grave right now. Not because mm -hmm. of the All-Star game, because of those scores y'all gave him. In the, in the dunk contest. Okay. I would typically, uh, in this situation, give my, are you kidding me, to Jalen Brown. Uh, but 
I'm going to go another level to my least favorite NBA player ever. Are you kidding me, LeBron James? Oh. And never joining the dunk contest. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to let you get away with that. MJ did it multiple times. Kobe Bryant did it. Uh, Dominique, Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady. Uh, they all did it. Come on, man. Obviously, right now it's too late. Uh, but come on, man. Are you kidding me? That's your duty as one of the biggest superstars ever in NBA history is to keep us on our toes and entertain. And all you had to do was do at least one dunk contest. And I'm not a guy that needs Kobe or MJ or LeBron to win the dunk contest for exactly. I don't care. It's it's an exhibition. It doesn't matter. All all it is is entertaining the fans. And he didn't do that. Are you kidding me, LeBron? Hey, before you go see Akio, let me say this. I disagree with you. I think if LeBron did it right now, all of us in the world would tune in next year to see LeBron in that dunk contest. No, I, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. He I'm just saying. still do it. <laughs> I agree. I'm just saying. He's, he's just not as athletic. No, he's not. But I would still watch it. Braun, that dunk contest this year, Braun could win that dunk contest. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, really? time for my. Are you kidding me? My, are you kidding me? <laughs> Goes to our dear brother Keo. Oh! <laughs> this man made one of the most ridiculous statements and had the nerve to put it on social media as well. I oh my god. <laughs> See, I told him a week ago. I said, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Bro. And he's been pushing his nonsense for a couple of weeks now. This man says NBA young boy is a bigger <laughs> name than the GOAT, Lil Wayne. Bro. Come on, bro. Come on, man. You got to do better than that, bro. You got to do better. Do you know it's people that have no idea who the hell NBA young boy is? Everybody knows this man right here. Yeah. 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 I don't need too much more. All right, man. I, I, hey, I, I, are you kidding me? NBA young boy. <laughs> hey, hey, man, I don't know what. So, uh, Keo, I'm going to follow up on that. I don't know. You're older than me. I don't know what the hell you did growing up because, because it, 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 what I'm trying to understand is Keo always was, you know, you know what really got me see Keo's always hyping up raw and SmackDown these days. I'm like, bruh, I grew up during Stone Cold, uh, Triple H, Kurt Angle, The Rock, and I made Keo go back and watch the 2001 Royal Rumble. I was bothering Keo for the whole day. I say, Keo, go watch the 2001 Royal Rumble, and he watched it. Then he watched 2002. He's like, wow, this is great. I'm like, hell yeah. What the hell are you watching nowadays? The so same thing. Same thing with rap. I, Keo, I don't know what you did the first 20 years of your life. I really don't know. Well, I still st – I st even though they don't agree with me on Twitter and Facebook, I still stand by what I said. I actually just finished a blog on, on that with Becca earlier. 
and um, I can't wait to put it out. Man. Same thing with Ralph. You like young boy. You like six nine. I don't know. What yes, you sir, do. man. You know who else wouldn't even agree with you? NBA young boy wouldn't agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would. I think he would, man. Yes, I think he, he would. Say that, bro. And he's an idiot. He's still not that crazy. He wouldn't. He I wouldn't. Gotta agree. I got to support my favorite Louisiana artist. Um, Even Kevin Gates is better. Come on, bro. Gates, Gates. What up, oh. Gates? Yeah, where he, where he, where has he been hiding? Watch at? your mouth. We ain't talking about people. <laughs> hey, the first I was yeah, but you want to talk about NBA Young Boy, right? Hey, I'm not. I don't know what y'all talking. Hey, hey, I will add this too. I was kind of late on Kevin Gates because that was a transition of when I was like listening to rap less and less. I found out about Kevin Gates in Washington, D.C., driving around with X and Kia. Yeah! X, <laughs> X mentioned them, and I've liked the, uh, Gates ever since. Yeah, that they, yeah, that was a nightmare. I couldn't, I, they couldn't stop playing that stupid song. What but, song? Yeah, I don't, I think X might remember. I was playing all kind of songs from Gates. No, man. there was song. There was one song you played it uh, like six, eight times. And I don't know. I listened to Gates, so I don't know what song I played for. <laughs> all right, man. Um, uh, my my, are you kidding me? Goes to um Jalen Brown. <laughs> uh, one, during one of his dunks, man, he wanted to imitate D Brown. Once he finished this dunk, he decided to come. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, what? I'm like, come on, man. Like, really? He he did he did it right after right after he finished the duck acting like people wasn't gonna see it. Look, look, what's so bad about that is I'm watching the dunk contest with my wife. She has no idea who D Brown is, what about the dunk. <laughs> so I'm having to explain to her. She's like, what do you do at the end right there? <laughs> Like, how do you explain that to her? You literally got a YouTube D Brown's dunk to show her. I started to, but the dunk contest got progressively worse after then. So I didn't even want to see anything else, anything <laughs> else like that. I just wanted to go to sleep after I watched the dunk contest. But um, I tried to explain it to her. I said he was actually supposed to be covering his eyes before he dunked. It. <laughs> but uh, she was like, "Well, that's stupid." She said, "This is trash." <laughs> Like and she and she knows zero about basketball, zero about the dunk contest. We were just spending quality time together, so she did something I like, and I was embarrassed. So now I gotta go watch a terrible <laughs> lifetime movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, the light. I like the Lifetime Movie Network, man. Oh, hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. That's what Kia was doing. Make sure I be watching. Yeah. I, be, I, I watch Zeus also, you know. I got to get down with them baddies. Woo! <laughs> you watching watch Stone Cold and The Rock, and you watching Lifetime Movie. <laughs> hey, man. I, I watch a little bit of everything, man. Yeah, versatile, right, man. Kia. Yes, sir. Um, all right, with that being said, man, let's go straight to our shout outs. Hey man, shout out to y'all boys, man. Y'all already know this. I want to say shout out to LRCA and LRCH. Man, I keep telling y'all, if you in this area, we not done yet. Hold me, don't hold me back. You don't hold me back. I got a lot more up my sleeve, and it has 
with somebody that's on this show. Hey, we talking different over here, man. Hey, we try to build the powerhouse, man. Um, shout out to my students tonight. Um, we came on here a little late because we had social studies night. They showed up and showed out. It was wonderful. Um, almost made me drop a tear, man, for real. Um, their posters was amazing. Um, and thank you to all the parents that came through. With that being said, I'm out. All right, I'll go next. Uh, next week's intro, I, I want to hear Keo talk about his first 20 years of his life. <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't watching WWE, not listening to Lil Wayne, 50 Cent, Eminem, and everybody else. I don't know what he was doing. But anyways, shout out to you boys. I actually will not be on next week. I will be at the airport around showtime. So I'm going to miss the show next week. I know you all will miss me even more. It's okay. I'll be back for March Madness, men's March Madness. And then the NFL NFL draft, So, which I'm excited about March and April because we get to see those two things. Nonetheless, shout out to you boys. Great show. Can't wait to be back on two weeks. All right, man. Y'all know what it is, man. My last and shout-outs, I always go to my family first. Hunter Morgan, Tori, Christian Ali, and Edward. Daddy, love y'all. I'll see you in just a second. To my beautiful wife, Latricia, I love you, too. I'll see you in just a second. And to Pat Pat Baby, Marcel Carter, Brian, I love you, too. I'll see you in just a second, even if it's just on a picture, just because I know you sleep already. And uh, to all of y'all over there, my homies over here at the NBS, um, staff and record label and crew. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, shout out to y'all. I appreciate y'all having your boy on here. And uh, you already know what it is, man, before I get out of here. Yeah. Talk to me nice. All right, man. Uh, shout out to you guys, Yvonne, C, X. Um, make sure you go subscribe to the channel. Find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, we got MBS t- uh, Top 5 this week. Um, we're going to do some Uncensored this week also. There's, they got a lot of battle rap events going on too, so we're going to do that. But with that being said, man, this is the MBS Show Episode 32. And we'll see you guys next time. We out. Boot up a shut up.